Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. All right, Kansas City star visual journalist Emily Curiel will be joining us at 3.15 this afternoon. She is the photographer who took that iconic photograph of Patrick Mahomes in the game over the weekend where his helmet cracks. And Emily Curiel will be joining us in about 10 minutes. Uh, a mom recorded a drive through worker refusing to take her order due to her screaming child in the back seat. And let's just say she didn't get the online support that she had hoped for. Uh, the mom filmed the entire interaction, which occurred at a Panera Bread here in the United States as she tried to place an order from her car. Uh, she can be heard saying at the beginning of the clip, so you are going to refuse to take my order because my child is screaming. The worker replies, yes, I have the right to do that. You're more than welcome to come inside. With a screaming child? Or you can place an order online and we'll make it for you. The mom fires back, really? You're just not going to take my order. Yes, ma'am. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the mom, now dubbed Panera Karen online, informs the man that she's got the whole thing on video and will be emailing it to corporate. Oh, good Lord. The worker seems unfazed and then calmly responds, I understand, but you're also more than welcome to order online as well. Was this like a screeching <laughs> two-year-old full-on meltdown? Must have been. Because... We, we've all been there. I've been on both sides of that. I've been on the side as a parent where you cannot get the toddler calmed down, yeah. where, like, you're not going to put that genie back in the bottle. The, the mountain has erupted, and we got to go. But then I've also been on the other side where you're in a restaurant, and someone comes in with a screaming kid, and you're mm -hmm. like, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, she, she posted that video online thinking she would get a lot of sympathy. No. She got the exact opposite. Uh, here's one response. I worked fast food years ago. It's hard enough to understand what customers are saying without a screaming kid in the speaker. Another yeah, how can I help you? Right, right. <laughs> right. You said two number twos? <laughs> Someone wrote, as a former fast food worker, I'm on the guy's side here. Keep in mind, the employee has earphones on. Work in a drive-thru. The intercom projects a customer's voice twice as loud through the headset than customers think. As a drive-thru cashier, I can barely understand half the time when a customer's children are just talking or yelling, let alone screaming. Mm -hmm. Well, and I used to have a fairly loud truck, and I would have to yell over the sound of the engine. And I knew that every drive-thru I went to. Well, sucks that she had a screaming kid in the back seat, but... Oh, we've all been there. Oh, God.
But why is everything going straight to, oh, I'm going to show this guy. I'm going to make him go viral for how big of a jerk he is. Right. And then it went the other way. Right. I think she thought she was going to mm-hmm. get sympathy. And I think it's 90 to 10. Mm-hmm. 90% of the people are going, uh-uh. And 10% are going, well, I mean, why couldn't they have accommodated? I Whatever don't... happened to, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me come inside and order. Well, she had a kid. So you want her to bring that screaming kid inside no. the restaurant? No, on behalf of everyone, oh, no. True. That is true. Do not. I mean, Mara has an ambiance. Don't want to break that. Oh, no. No. Anyway, uh, an alleged serial thief has stolen roughly $39,000 worth of merchandise, Dana Wright, from multiple Target stores across Southern California. Mm-hmm. This is from Fox News. Uh, the Irvine Police Department recently released surveillance footage of the alleged thief to the theme music of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> At one point, he is seen ta- uh, talking to a store employee holding a box with an iPad inside before grabbing the device and then just running off. How much do they think he's stolen? They believe he stole $39,000 worth of merchandise from multiple Target stores in in Southern California. I don't know how many times we can have this conversation and how many more times I can scream. We need some sort of law specifically for the habitual thief under the umbrella of the pyramid scheme that is organized retail theft that's organized at the point that you're at thirty nine thousand dollars that is organized retail theft yeah. uh, gardner police just posted a picture of two suspects walking out of a store with merchandise in hand yep and their uh, kids something tells me they didn't post that picture because they paid for that merchandise no no no, no. they're kids too by the way sam <laughs> i mean they look like oh they're young high school kids yeah i can't even tell what they're carrying but what? it doesn't look cheap oh that's a gigantic jbl speaker that's expensive th- th- there's no fear you know, I, I mean, I don't steal because, A, I don't need to. There, there's a social contract that we don't behave that way. And we have now crossed into territory where there are many people who have just thrown the societal rules that most of us mm-hmm. abide by right out the window. Uh, someone said the other day they're not even running out anymore. They just walk out with it. They're not even running. Well, because you're not going to run after them. You can't. Which I understand. I don't want anyone getting shot well, over a couple of pair of pants, but... There's no fear of repercussion. The, 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 yeah. the answer here lies within stricter penalties and laws specifically designed for that group of people going around and doing those things. I almost wonder if there needs to be, especially in bigger cities like Kansas City and certainly in Southern California, whether does there need to be like certain detectives who are assigned, and maybe they are, I don't know, who are assigned to corporate theft, and that's it. That's what we do. I show up to work every day at 8 o'clock and I leave at 5, and I spend those nine okay, hours so looking for thieves. You know there were Overland Park and or Lenexa detectives that were following a group of thieves in one of the malls a couple months ago, and a shot was fired. Narrowly missed a nine-year-old girl sitting in the food court. Well, that was yeah, two, that was that Lenexa, was two, yeah. That was two weeks so ago. I, I don't know what the answer is. You also don't want shoppers in danger because of the undercover stings. These are not law-abiding People. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't know. It's kind of like homelessness. I don't know what the answer is. Well, and where did that social contract come from in the first place? Very thin thread, Sam. I think that's what we're seeing. Like the social contract that we all think we live under was stitched together with very cheap, thin thread. And it's being ripped. Yep. It's being destroyed. Uh, federal ju- a federal judge has blocked JetBlue Airways... Planned $3.8 billion acquisition of Spirit Airlines. 
Uh, JetBlue's lawyers have called the case a misguided challenge to a merger of the nation's Do they want an extra $45 for seventh largest airlines. 145 uh, if, if JetBlue and Spirit do merge, uh, it would create one of the largest uh, airlines in the country, uh, commanding about 10% of the domestic market. Uh, did I see correctly that part of their argument, the judge's argument, was that it would take away from the cheap domestic flights because they would have so much power and so much poll that they wouldn't have to charge so little anymore? Uh, the, the Department of Justice uh, says the deal is anti-competitive and would harm ticket buyers. So I'm assuming by harm ticket buyers, I mean ticket prices would go up. Hmm. Okay. Spirit shares, by the way, closed way down. Dang. Spirit shares dropped 47% yesterday after the ruling. Not a good look when the uh, company trying to buy your company is told they can't buy your company anymore. My goodness. Uh, you've seen the photograph. One of the greatest sports photos I've ever seen in my life. And she didn't even know she took it. Emily Curiel, visual journalist with the Kansas City Star, took that photograph. And she joins us next here on Dana and Parks. She is only in her second year of doing it and has already captured one of the most iconic sports photographs that I know, I can speak for Dana, that Dana and I have ever seen. And it was the picture from over the weekend when Patrick Mahomes is hit and a chunk of his helmet breaks off. Strangely, in the shape of the Grim Reaper, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you are correct. And Emily Curiel was able to snap that incredible, iconic photograph, and has written a lengthy piece in the Kansas City Star today that's very detailed about all of the equipment she used. And uh, But, but th there's this one paragraph. It's the fourth or fifth paragraph down. She writes, In my second year as a photojournalist, I'm still navigating the intricacies of the sports world, the unique experiences, and the art of capturing these moments. And Emily Curiel joins us on the KMBZ Hotline. Emily, welcome. How are you guys? We're doing well. Thank we, you for asking. We wanted you badly yesterday, but the whole world wanted to talk to you. And I'm sure it's been a whirlwind 48 hours. Congratulations and what amazing work, Emily. Oh, thank you. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Can, can you um, talk to our listeners a little bit about how this unfolded and just all of the balls you have up in the air as a photojournalist down on the field? Well, I mean, I don't even know where to start. Um, I mean, I, it's just, uh, <laughs> I mean, like, what, can, can you be a little bit more specific? Yeah, like I, one of the things I loved about what you wrote, and I think most people don't understand the boom, 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 like type of frantic work that those photojournalists are doing down on the field. Like most mm -hmm. of our listeners have never been on the field. All mm -hmm. of the different things you have to do and so quickly. And then you're getting photos back to the editor where you don't even know that you had that shot. How Start with how far away were you from um, Patrick Mahomes when that hit happened? Yeah, sure. Um, and I'm sorry if I interrupt you at certain parts. I have ADHD and I tend to like jump the gun a little bit. So I'm sorry. Girl, you are in good company here. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so I was filing photos, uh, I would say like the third, the third quarter had already started and I was almost finishing photos. I was captioning them. 
And uh, I, I usually set a timer for like 15 to 12 minutes because that's usually how long the, the halftime uh, lasts. So my timer had gone off already and I was still in there. So I, I was trying to hustle as much as possible because this is all about time, essentially. This is all about doing like things super quickly in like a short amount of time. And it's, it, it's, it's a lot. So I had files, photos. I had to go down these stairs because usually the photographers go down the same tunnel that the players go down. So I was re- not re- – well, yeah, I was kind of like speed walking down to, to the field. And um, there was a play that happened. I didn't really notice what was going on because, again, it was cold. People are yelling, people yeah. are screaming, and I'm just trying to compose myself. So a couple of plays happened before I got to, like, the actual uh, end zone where uh, Mahomes was hit. So I saw them there, and I was like, I'm just going to stay here and see what happens pretty much. So a couple of plays passed, and I didn't get any good shots. And then I saw Mahomes kind of like, I don't know, because for football, you have to anticipate the play before it even happens. And right. that's a little hard. Then that's super hard to do, too, because you don't know what's going to happen. But mm-hmm. I kind of figured, okay, well, he's doing something. I'm just going to lock him on, lock my, my focal point on him and see what happens. So I literally just followed him as fast as possible. And I just, yeah, it just, it just kind of happened. Now, again, I didn't realize I even took the picture, which is crazy. I was just trying to do my job as fast as I can. And then um, there was like, he was switching out his helmet. At one point, I was like, oh, that's odd. I wonder what, what happened. Like, I wasn't – I have ADHD. I wasn't paying attention. I was just paying attention to my photos at this point. And so the picture of Mahomes, I, I, I saw it through, like, this little tiny viewfinder that I have on my camera because it was so cold that my camera was lagging. So I, I it was a little difficult – and so I saw one, I was like, okay, I'll mark that one. And then I go to this booth that there is on the field that has like an Ethernet cord. So yeah. like I I pretty much set up my camera to where um uh I can just send the pictures directly from my camera to my editor pretty much. And I just plug in the cord and it just sends it like magic. So how did, how did you find to- out you had taken that picture? I'm sorry? How did you find out you had taken that picture? I didn't find out until I did the post-game press conference and someone texted me about it. And they're like, hey, nice picture. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, again, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. And so the reason why I was a little shocked, because in the picture, it's it's not it's not horizontal. It's, uh, uh, I mean, not horizontal. It's horizontal, not vertical. So I was a little confused. I'm like, what's, wait, what's going on? I was so confused. <laughs> Emily, you have icicles on your eyelashes. For anyone who has not seen, like, your little car heart, you look so cute, but your whole face is frozen. So you also got this iconic photo under conditions that I don't know and I hope we never see again. Where were you physically standing when the the helmet was was cracked and you didn't know it? Like, how far away were you from Mahomes? Okay, sorry again, I keep interrupting. No, you're fine. Um, I was right by, because there's these, this yellow line that uh, certain media is not supposed to pass. So every media has, like, their own, uh, like, I guess, credibility. So, like, usually Chiefs media gets their, like, obviously all the detail shots and everything. And the re- the regular people like me, we, we have to stand behind or, like, behind this yellow line that's on the field. Right. Um, so I was literally, like, kissing the, the yellow line, I guess you can say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So, yeah, and then he's, yeah, it just, the play just kind of happened towards me. And, like, usually when, like, plays that close happen, I tend to, like, kind of, like, obviously not look through my viewfinder because I don't want to get hit. Um, but I, I just, I didn't let go, and I was just, I'm just going to follow them, whatever. Because in the photo, um, the piece of plastic that left this image of the Grim Reaper, the piece <laughs> of plastic is still flying through the air. And so I, we're horrible at math here. And Emily, you had a very detailed story about like the shutter speed and all that. That had to have been one one millionth of a second that you shot that at the exact moment that the piece of plastic is flying and still in the frame near the helmet. Yeah, I, I, I literally I usually tend to like let go of the shutter. But for some reason, I just held on to the shutter. <laughs> whole time i'm like okay we'll see what happens and then again i I was looking through the viewfinder and i didn't i didn't even notice the plastic i'm telling you i didn't even notice the plastic i didn't even notice his helmet was cracked i was like oh his uh face is in focus this this should work and then on top of that i wasn't even gonna send the photo (laughs) because his helmet or like his helmet and like his shoulder were out of uh the frame and usually, like in college, they tell us it's not it's it's not great to cut off like limbs and like heads and shoulders. So that's usually how I think of like when I edit photos. That's what I have like in mind. But this one was just like, okay, well, it, I mean, I'll just send it. I mean, like, what what what? I don't know. Whatever. And then it goes viral. It it cool. And then it goes yeah. completely viral. Have you ever been hit on the sidelines, Emily? We've all seen it in basketball and football. We've seen the photogs take a hit. Uh, no, but I think I will one of these days, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> the odds are not good. I'm like waiting for it, I, honestly, because I, I, I don't have the greatest luck, honestly, either. <laughs> well, Emily, do you have the original? Because I just have this feeling that, like, if you someday, and I know this crosses professional lines, but he would sign that for you. Mm-hmm. And it's so yeah. iconic. He wants to keep the helmet. We were reading about that in the star today. And, and none of this would have happened had it not been for your photo. I mean, I, I mean, he can... I can find his photo. <laughs> good, good for you. Emily, I love you so good much. Good for you. Him. I don't need him to sign it for me. Was it weird going viral, Emily? Like, did you really know, like, within an hour that this thing has taken off crazy? No, I, I swear I didn't. I, I was even looking at my phone half of the time because I had so, I had my gloves on, and I, I didn't want to look at my phone, like, all the time as I'm working, you know? So uh, the times where I took a picture of myself, it was literally like super quick during like a two minute uh, grace period or something. But I I hardly took out my phone. (laughs) And then mind you, I have two phones. I have my my personal phone and my work phone with me. So yeah. But Emily, what has it been like in the in the 24 hours since when that photo, your photo has been blasted all over the world a billion times? uh, <laughs> it's been a little crazy. Um, I'd say when I got home, I kind of like, I was like, what? I, I still couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, it's just, you know, it's my picture. I was doing my job, I guess, essentially. And I, I, I don't know. It was, I got an email from, oh God, my CEO and then my big boss. And then it's just, it just kind of <laughs> escalated again. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm just a girl from Los Angeles, you know what I mean? Like my parents are are 
immigrant parents from Guatemala and Mexico. Like I, I'm the first generation graduate. Like I did not, I, I just, I'm just, you know, I'm just a normal person. <laughs> hey, Emily, real quick, cause we got to get to the bottom of the hour break. Uh, really interesting question on our text line. Uh, they want to know roughly how many pictures do you take in any given sporting event? Roughly. Uh, for this one, uh, I kind of, I was proud of myself cause I only took 1500. Uh, but usually it's like around maybe like 2,000 to two, yeah, two, three, three, I would say 2,000 something, yeah, around there. 2,000 wow. pictures. Wow. And the one this early in your career that has gone viral, and I do think you're going to win awards, and I know that's mm -hmm. not why you do what you do, Emily, but what what a great representation of our field and your craft and women photojournalists everywhere. Yeah, um, and that's something I'm really proud of, too, because, you know, as a heavy-dominated male industry, it's really nice to, like, just, you know, either, I just be a woman in this heavily dominated uh, male industry. So, yeah, I'm very proud of that, actually. Well, you, you sound very bright, and uh, just enormous amounts of success are coming your way. If you're this good two years in, I can't wait to watch your career. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right. Emily Curio, you be good. Thank you. Oh, you, you, you <laughs> stay you. safe on those sidelines, and we'll talk soon. Stay warm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, Bye, be well. That's Emily, Emily Curio. Oh, she is a spitfire. I Man. love her. He can. I'll sign his. I'll sign his photo. What if, I know we gotta get to break. Just, and I don't know if we can research the answer to this or not during the break. Whatever happened to the piece that broke off? Up, uh, it flew through the air when she took that photo. Probably never to be seen again. I don't. That's a good question. I don't know. If somebody could find it. You could auction that off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because it looks like the Grim Reaper. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight five eight six seven seven nine eight here on Dana and Parks. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I don't have time to get the sounder up, but we got a good one from the Johnson County Scanner Group. It's an animal call near Parker and Dennis. Caller says there are two dogs outside. Huh? Caller says dogs attack their dog. Hmm. Caller is trying to get the kids to school but can't get out with the dogs being outside and being aggressive. Ooh. Officer advises dogs are actually very friendly. Dogs just wanted to get in the house. They were cold. <laughs> Officer says dogs couldn't wait to get in his cruiser. Owner oh. located. Dogs returned. Got it. They're actually very friendly. Okay. Get along well. Uh, good news update about a uh, big problem in our area that finally has a resolution that includes prison. The owner of J&J Recycling in Independence sold millions in stolen catalytic converters oh. and is going away because of it. From uh, Channel 41 this afternoon, an Independence man was sentenced to prison for making millions of dollars selling stolen catalytic converters, according to the United States Attorney for the Western District of Missouri. This was the feds. Uh, 58-year-old James Spick will spend five years in prison. He ran the operation out of his business, J&J Recycling. Uh, he had a reputation around Kansas City for accepting stolen and questionable catalytic converters. I don't know, like when someone walks in and had 12 of them? <laughs> Without explanation, so does, it, does, it sir, say, does it say how long he's going to prison? Uh, five years. During his scheme, oh. prosecutors say he victimized tens of thousands of people. He would resell the stolen parts to companies in the Kansas City area, as well as Texas and Louisiana. Um, oh, my God. He admitted to investigators that some days he would spend $20,000 a day buying the parts. Oh, my and profited about $1,000 after expenses. From 2018 to 2021, investigators estimate he made more than $4 million. And they say his scheme encouraged thieves, particularly drug dealers. No. <laughs> well, what doesn't make sense to me is that these guys don't exactly hide. You guys have seen the Facebook marketplace yeah. post. Word on the street is you take it over to old JJ's. Yeah, $50 for a catalytic converter and the picture is a truck bed full of 50 or 60 catalytic converters. I don't think those are new out of the box. Maybe, Sam, he went to the catalytic converter store and got a deal on all 50. Buy it in bulk. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Costco, maybe? I don't know. Definitely not selling <laughs> them for I don't know if we're going to have time. Uh, Karen Daniel's father died in 2018 at the age of 80. This is from Channel 5. His wishes were that he be cremated and laid to rest near his daughter, Rhonda. She died, sadly, in 2012. Karen did her best to honor those wishes, but was furious when she discovered... Her father's bag of ashes was simply placed on the ground and a marker placed on top of it. She's oh. from, uh, Karen Daniels is from here. Uh, her understanding was that her father, Kenneth, would be encased in an urn or some respectable container. Says Karen Daniels, all they did was took his ashes out and laid him on the ground and put this on top. That's all they did. This is not what we signed up for. This is not what we paid for. I'm not going to name the cemetery. 
because we she, can't. She prove made this. the discovery because I'm looking at the headstone here. It's one of those headstones that's flat. It lays flush on the ground. Uh, it's probably one foot by a foot and a half. And she went to the cemetery to check on the gravesite. And it looks like the nameplate is cracked a little bit. And they told her a mower hit it and cracked the little interior nameplate. She said, I flipped the interior nameplate up. And there it was. The, The ashes are just. And they weren't in a bag. They were just dumped in there, right? I think they might have been bagged. Because she had the ashes removed, brought them back to her home. Quoting here, he took great pride in his family. He worked at the Claycomo Ford plant, loved sports, lived a great life. And she says deserved much better than the treatment he received. Mm. Mm. Um, So listen to this. Channel 5 reached out. They were surprised to hear about Karen's situation when they asked an independent funeral home and said this is not standard practice. However... There are no rules regarding cremation burials in Missouri. So they talked to some nationwide expert in these matters, and they said, look, if if you are asking to have your cremated remains buried, check with the cemetery policy so you understand how it's going to be handled. I I don't think there's any law broken here because there are no rules. I'm surprised there are no rules for for cremation, not only for There's a rule about how you cremate those are heavily regulated but i I mean with what you do with a human being after they've been cremated um i I would think there would be more rules on that than on a a normal burial because what do people often do with the ashes of their they scatter them yeah they take them out and put them in somebody's golf course or yard Uh, cemetery to their credit is working with her now said that they're under new management, and this happened under the old management. They're not sure what happened, but they are going to inter him properly in a sealed, waterproofed, you know, good type container. Because the way I read this story, there, there was no waterproofing done to no. the ashes, and, whether they were in a bag or just in, the, in that. I don't know how this works, but can I ask you this? Do you generally have the funeral first, and then the, the cremated remains are given to you at some point later? Okay, like, so I, these things don't all happen in one fell swoop. So I, I've been to, like my my best friend Joe was cremated. Okay, and I don't recall his remains being at that service, in an urn or anything. Yeah, because that there, takes some time. Yeah, I think. But my uncle, Steve, who died back in 2017, he was cremated, and we had the service, and then there was like this memorial garden outside of the church, and we walked down this path. And my aunt just put a box in a, a pre-dug hole. Yeah. And then they placed a nameplate on top of it. So we did that immediately after the service. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. 586-7798 if you want to weigh in here on Dana and Parks. This is that time of year where football seems to dominate the news. We don't break down the numbers, but there's so many different stories that revolve around oh. football in this country. Uh, here's just a couple. Again, we don't break down numbers and we don't give scores. Uh, Colts owner Jim Ursay yeah. was found unresponsive, gasping for air and cold during a suspected overdose on December 8th, according to TMZ. But this story is just getting out. 
This is the owner of the team? Mm -hmm. Jim Ursa, yeah. It's like 60. 64 years old, yeah. Uh, Police were called to Ursa's home in Carmel, Indiana at 4.30 in the morning on December 8th. An individual had informed the police that they found Ursa unconscious on his bathroom floor. Ursa was in his bed by the time police arrived, but he was having breathing issues, a weak pulse, and constricted pupils. Hmm. Is this a drug addiction issue? Yeah, I, and I, I've heard that he's had some problems with that in the past. Um, you know, I, I don't know why we act surprised. It knows no age, boundaries, <laughs> in, uh, income, uh, race, gender. Mm-hmm. All doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It'll get you. Uh, I read this today. Clyde Edwards Hilaire hmm. is going to nursing school. And credits his fiance for helping him keep the schedule that that must require to do so, but says he is studying um, because his mother is a nurse. It's important to him, and uh, he has a young, younger sibling. I think he said with muscular dystrophy. dystrophy. Yeah. So not it's only kind of enjoyable because it kind of feels like college. Uh, yeah. Sort of things. There's nothing to really do out here. Snowing and doing like so. I'm not doing <laughs> anything else but you know leaving work and then going. Going to do school stuff, so, uh, you know, shout out to my fiance. She's she's kind of helping me with the scheduling ordeal and all that's been a headache. But, uh, yeah, most definitely. So, you know, in the future, if y'all, y'all need some shots of yeah, IVs or anything, yeah. holler at your boy. <laughs> holler at your boy. Did you know this, Sam? He's studying to be a nurse? I mean, I didn't know it until I saw Aaron Ladd's tweet. Isn't that incredible? Is audio Good for him. Good for him. You I'm imagine, so proud of him. Imagine if you're in the hospital, you're in bed. Yeah. Clyde Edwards Hilaire yeah. walks in. Just like take your vitals. I'm just here to take your vitals. How are your vitals, sir? Big game coming up. <laughs> you thirsty? Uh, yeah, most definitely. So, you know, in the future, if y'all y'all need some shots of yeah, IVs yeah. or anything, yeah, man, man. holler at your boy. <laughs> shots or IVs or anything. Uh, Chiefs fan Betsy Necrelli is the first to admit that good fortune generally does not shine on her, but she hit the jackpot at the AFC wildcard game here in Kansas City. And no, she didn't play the Powerball. Uh, I have never been as lucky as we were on Saturday in my entire life, Nacrelli said in a phone interview. I'm never the person who wins the raffle giveaway or anything like that. Chances are you saw Nacrelli and her friend Beth at GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium toward the end of the Chiefs' 26-7 win over the Dolphins. They were in the very seat in front of Taylor Swift. They had seats right in front of Taylor Swift yep. and Brittany Mahomes and Donna Kelsey. Uh, that was just part of it, though, because at one point, Taylor Swift reaches out her scarf and hands it to Betsy Nacrelli. Gave her her scarf. She said, said, you're our good luck charm. Take it. That's pretty awesome. Isn't that incredible? Uh, Nacrelli says, you hear people say that she is very down to earth. She's very friendly. That was absolutely our experience. It's surreal. And I still don't know if it's completely set in what happened or the magnitude of what happened. Aww. And that didn't... Uh, would you have passed out, Dana, if that was you? I would have tried to have played it cool, but I probably would have passed <laughs> weren't you, out. Weren't you right in that area? Yeah, we were in front and over four, to the left. Yeah, we were four rows in front of those women, and just a little bit to the right. Fa- if you're facing the box, a little bit to the right. And so you you knew that when you wrote your sign, "Thank you for Cardigan." I knew we were going to be in the vicinity. I didn't realize we were going to be that close, and so that's when I swiped the cardboard and went and wrote 
Thank you for Cardigan that no one else understood. <laughs> she she understands it. You uh, went Alonzo Washington. I did. I sort of went viral, that sign. Somebody said, could you not have made a better sign? I did that crouched in the hallway on a I piece of sign was pretty yeah, good. On a yeah. piece of cardboard that someone had just left on the ground. Now somebody else's feet froze off that night thanks to right. your sign, but uh, mm-hmm. it was worth it. <laughs> they should address warmer, Sam. All right. Uh, I know how you feel about hot air balloons. Mm-hmm. They one, crash. One of four hot air balloon passengers <laughs> killed when it crashed in oh. Arizona. One of four hot air balloon passengers killed when it crashed in Arizona. Texted his girlfriend and just wrote, I love you, goodbye. Oh, God. Which she only saw after landing from a skydive from the balloon, oblivious to its tragic fate. No amount of therapy is going to... No. What happened? I don't trust those things. I have never trusted those so, things. Chayton Wisholik of Union City, Michigan, 28 years old, was one of 13 people aboard the balloon on Sunday with his girlfriend, Kinsey, uh, among eight skydivers who jumped before there were any signs of problems. Kinsey, the girlfriend, only realized something had happened when she landed and saw the, rec- or the message on her phone. She looked at her phone and had a message from my son. It said, I love you. Goodbye. He knew he was going to die, said Mom Rhonda. They're saying today an unspecified problem with the envelope of a hot air balloon may have led to the crash that left four people dead and another critically injured. The envelope is the bag that fills with hot air to make the balloon rise. Mm. Uh, NTSB is investigating, by the way. They have not found any mechanical anomalies with the balloon. They've separated the balloon from the basket, which carried the passengers, and everything appears to be intact. Mm. I hate those things. Oh, I know you do. I know you do. Uh, Kinsey, by the way, the girlfriend, when she landed safely, um, says she shedded her parachute harness and ran two miles to the crash Well, witnesses told investigators the balloon itself appeared completely deflated with its material straight up and down seconds before the impact in an empty field that serves as the drop zone for skydivers. It literally was a completely vertical piece of fabric in the air. With no air in it at all. Nope. Uh, I can't even imagine. Among the passengers uh, who are dead, first the pilot, 37 years old, two 28-year-olds and a 24-year-old. God, I hate those things. Mm. You know, I I think they're... Trust them. I th- yeah, I don't, I don't either. Ever. I, I don't think I would go up in one, even if, if somebody said, hey, I'll take you up for free. Nope. You're like, yeah, I think I'm going to set this one out. Now, I think it's pretty when they light all of them on the mm-hmm. ground and do, like, the show, and I think they do this out at the Speedway, where all of the balloons light up, and it's beautiful yeah. along the skyline, but they don't go up. They just, they're lit there. Okay, that's cool. I'd be right there. I'd be like, that's cool. Well, with all of these stories that happen, because I feel like we talk about this more than even plane crashes for that matter, uh, why are they not automatically given a parachute? Something goes awry, jump. Uh, At least you'll have a chance. Is is it space, Sam? Because those baskets aren't very big. No, they're not big. Put it on your back, though. Shoots for everybody? Well, but they got eight of them in there because there were 13 people in the balloon. Right. Eight of them jumped out before it went down. Were there any problems? Um, there could be a real crisis coming in real estate. The CEO of Cantor Fitzgerald, warning of a generational shift in the real estate market. Warning of $1 trillion in defaults coming. Is this the same thing we saw in 08, where we were just giving away homes like candy oh, to people with 
little income, or is this something different? We'll get to that much more coming up in just a moment. Dan Weinbaum has the news in two minutes here on Dana and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 